time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything. Best rocks. C-97.5. Can't you remember Even though you didn't ask me to I risk my life for you You may never know my name You might not even care
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Getting things started tonight with a beautiful new version of Front Lines from Nonpoint. The original Front Lines came from their album Miracle back in 2010. And since the pandemic has been in place, Nonpoint has been doing their best to keep themselves sane and us entertained by doing some acoustic tunes, posting them up on their Facebook page, as well as uh, frontman Elias Soriano having way too much fun on his Instagram and Facebook accounts with, um, you know, TikTok type videos. So you can check them out there. Welcome to the program. I am Samantha Knight. The show being brought to you by Armored Trucking Academy. Check them out online at armoredtruckingacademy.com. Looking for a new career or want to grow your career as a truck driver? They can help you out. Coming up tonight on the program, part three with Elmira. We're going to dive in to a couple of the band's songs and talk about uh, how their writing styles are. We're going to talk about Tom Waits too, which is is going to be fun. Also, you're going to hear from five stories. Got a throwback track from Kiss Kiss Bang. Show news for that band as well. And my friend Nolan Neal out of Nashville. Haven't heard from Nolan in quite some time, but uh, he's been very busy as of late. So we'll catch up with what's going on with Nolan. Down to Jacksonville, Florida we go for the new one from Farewell to Fear. I Won't Be Your Tragedy. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Around the region on Z97.5 out of Jackson, Tennessee. That is five stories and unchained, anxiously awaiting new material from these guys. Uh, they did go up a few months ago. They were in Nashville at Dark Horse Studios working on a brand new album. There's a couple little teasers for you on the band's Facebook page, facebook.com slash five stories music. Ready to get uh, my ears wrapped around more of that and get the guys in for an interview because it's been a long time since we've talked. I am Samantha Knight. News on Lights of Marfa. 
right after we check out their new song, My Burning Flower. Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Region on Z97.5. That is the latest from Lights of Marfa. It's called My Burning Flower. It's now available at all of your streaming and downloadable platforms. By the way, the hiatus could be over soon for this band as they have posted the search for a bassist. You can check out the band's Facebook page for more details. It is facebook.com slash Lights of Marfa. So if you've got the skills, you're looking for a band, perhaps Lights of Marfa could be it. Time to check in with Elmira, part three of our conversation. Now, last week when we left off, we were discussing about Stephen's amazing ability to write very, very personal lyrics. Something that's so amazing, and I, I, I feel when I hear myself say it out loud, like a little bit of a broken record because I say it so often to bands that come in here. You know, obviously what you do, not only for the artistic part of it and what it does for the listener, very, very cathartic for you. Because could you imagine what you would have done had you not had the ability to write a song like this. Right. Exactly. I mean, I've, and you I have, a, you have, you have the, uh, a method of processing right. that people don't. Yeah. And I mean, I, 
I feel for a lot of the people involved, especially the family that don't have, I mean, I'm not saying that music is a complete, you know, for me, it's a complete release. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've written four or five songs on all of our albums that have gotten me through what I personally was going through, which is crazy. But yeah, that is definitely, I mean, because as soon as I got done writing the song, lyrics, everything were recorded, I felt a piece of like, okay, my, I'm out. Like this is, you know, it's just like if someone's, you know, mad or something and they tell off the person, like that feeling is what I get when I write a song about stuff. Right. It's like from the new album, uh, that's how I got from a couple of the songs. I had like a built up of emotion and I got it out and I was like, boom, done. So what was it like for you then to go in and and record a song like this? Because I'm sure that there was that that moment of release when you looked at it on paper and went, okay, I feel better. Yeah. I mean, now having to go into a studio for one, having to go into that studio and going through take after take after take to get the song right or getting up on a stage and having to do that song night after night after night. Is that something that is, is more healing towards you or is it constantly keeping a wound open? Well, it's well. This is a good example too. Um, our song from our "When Everything Changes" album, uh, "Whenever" or "Hiding in Plain Sight." That was a, also a pretty emotional song for me too. And I think it's just like actors how they're able to separate like I am just acting and right. this is just a thing. I, I think I have a good grasp of being able to do that in the studio where I'm like, oh, I'm just saying words on a pitch and this is it. I don't try to get into you the emotion too much. It, yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, I've had a couple instances of when we would do the ending of hiding in plain sight live where I'd get choked up mm-hmm. because I would get too much in cause live. I can't do that separation. Like in the studio. No, I can't do that. You're at on all, a stage. I'm You're in front of adrenaline. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's been times with that, but I mean, there was a, um, a song from the new album promise of time. I was, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe where I was mentally. I was just in a rut. I, it was really hard to focus on anything or do anything. And I had sat down and I had wrote the chorus to, to Promise of Time and literally just bawled. Yeah. I've never written a piece. I've never heard a song and cried before. And it was just because that was the official moment of like, I can get myself through things and do things. And right. that was a huge moment for me. And so that song now personally doesn't mean that much to me anymore because, you know, I've You've gone had through the, the process. Yeah. I had to edit it. I had to do all this stuff. And now that's like... That's more of like a trophy for me rather than an yeah. emotional attachment and stuff. Yeah. Like a scar almost, you know? Yeah, it really is. And it's like a, I mean, a good scar. Yeah. Those, you know, those are the, the best. That's you, we were talking about the quarantine, how this is going to drive artists to do stuff. Yes. Especially a lot of people with, what's the word? When you have, when you want to keep going out. When you right? want to keep going out? I don't know. When you, the when opposite you don't... of a recluse. Oh, Oh, an extrovert. Extrovert. Yes. extrovert. Yeah. There we go. I, Joel Erickson. Yeah. Um, good example. He is an a ADHD ridden extrovert. So this quarantine is like hitting really him bad hard. Him, yes. Yeah. So I mean, I've I really feel I'm an introvert. I'm cool with staying in. Yeah. I don't mind. I'm a Gen X kid, so we were latchkey kids, and I was like, oh okay, gotta come right. home, come home, and take care of myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So him, you know, I mean, he's talked to me. I mean, he's not doing terrible, but I feel for people like him right now who are forced, yeah. like they they can't go out and do it. I mean, he's doing bike rides and stuff to right. help him you get out. You got your lawn and whatever, but you know, it's right. Like, you got those people that go, why why is Lowe's open and everybody's in the garden center? Well, did you? think that maybe someone planting a garden kept them from putting a bullet in their head right exactly i mean that's so and i mean it's it's a really emotional battle of and i mean it's the same thing with the introvert being forced out into the world right and a, a lot of musicians i know are very very hardcore introverts and them being forced to go out and perform or to do interviews and stuff like that it's right. dawning on them and i mean i feel i feel for them i mean that's i couldn't imagine doing that like having the passion for music but not 
being able to do stuff that right. you have mm-hmm. to do, you know? Right. And I mean, you know, they, they say some of the best artists are indeed tortured souls, yes. you know, because that's where that art comes Tom from. Tom Waits is a great example. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah, I dove into him. His, his son was a fan of his song Underground, Tom Waits. I know, right? He was like... Five, he I was think. like five, and he would just listen to it all the time. It was and in the movie Robots. I don't know. Okay, you, the, yeah. kid movie. the animated movie with Robin Williams. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. They play Tom Waits when they show the. Okay. The comparable. I'm but, trying to think. I just watched a movie the other day that Tom Waits was in, and I can't think of what it is now. It's totally escaping me. But well, I, was like, I watched oh. his interview, I, the famous interview he did, where he's just blasted smoking a million cigarettes in a row or he like goes to smoke and they're like you can't smoke in the studio and he's yeah, like oh. yeah. let's see how that works but out for you i was so amazed by him because i could i mean i don't know his backstory that much but he just seemed like someone who did not want to be in the spotlight and yeah. was just pushed into it yeah and i i feel so bad because i mean he's obviously an amazing artist yeah he had such a unique way of doing things but he just he didn't have that. Which is why I find it interesting that he would take acting roles. You know exactly right. Like, yeah. Okay, you don't necessarily have to be in front of people other than you know that crew. But now you're going to be blasted out on movie screens and all of that, and people are going to have this whole new side of you that they didn't know from this tortured poet. See that mm-hmm. that makes me feel like was that like a like a publisher thing? Was he pushed into I, I don't those know, roles? or maybe it was it was something he did to overcome his own fears. That maybe. could be. You know, yeah, there's, there's that's always true. that possibility too. Does it seem- 
Rock around the region on Z97.5. That is Elmira and Promise of Time. Stephen was just discussing about, you know, how emotional that song was uh, for the, the place and time that he was in his life to just have that song be an absolute release. And with everything going on in the world right now, art, music, movies, I think all of that stuff is going to take on a completely different meaning. It's, um, it's in, it is interesting because, you know, you're talking about like that with, with people that are being shut in when they can't be shut in and the art that is going to come out of it. Right. I think is going to be so epic, especially yeah. if you've got someone like you obviously write very, very close to the heart and things that, that go through. You were dealing with this in a completely different manner than someone else might deal with it. Right. But I imagine that because of the way you, that you write and the way that your emotions go, you can still come out with something very just heavy and holy crap moment. <laughs> and someone else will be over here writing a song that'll make you cry or one that'll make you want to kick babies yeah you know it's i think it's going to be really interesting especially because you know these people too i mean you guys are on a smaller scale i know that someday we would all love to be like let's quit the day job and let's go tour and and this and that and the other thing and you look at those bands are in that position now and they've had to furlough their crews Mm -hmm. they're sitting at home some of those bands have enough money to get by but what about all their road crew you Mm -hmm. know that have been with them from the beginning and it's like god i've seen a lot of musicians post and post links to being like you know support our light guy support our sound guy and it's awesome and a drummer that i i watch on twitch sometimes he every other stream he'll do like every donation today is going towards our sound like sound tech and all that stuff so it's really great that the musicians are actually backing them up you know and and it's good with that too because you know even on the smaller scale i mean hell we look at you know what like maybe two weeks before all of this really broke out nashville gets hit with this tornado and we lose the basement east can't even we don't get a chance to like clean up the mess before all of this comes and shuts all these places down some of these places will survive some of them won't which is really sad you start even seeing articles about the freaking world famous copacabana may not reopen like yeah that's a reality check as to, you know, okay, uh, so now what do we do? Right. And you're going to have all of this art. My fear is you're going to have all this amazing art and nowhere to go with it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if that means a, you know, a new artist revolution and, and we have a whole new genre of something that comes up. I think it's going to be streaming. People are going to stream concerts. It's got to, like, there's no, I mean, I know, I know venues, venues will reopen at some point in the future, but I think, I mean, so many artists are just doing live streams and it's, I mean, I, there's, I don't remember who the artist was, but there was an artist that did live streams like every Friday or something. Yeah. And you know, he'd get an average hundred, 200 views, whatever. Now that this quarantine's been going on, he's been getting like tens of thousands of views That's because good. people are it's sitting at home. Not the same experience, but yeah. I mean, you know, you can move the and coffee table out of the way too. and have a mosh pit, but it's not going to be the same thing. You exactly know? right. Someone being drunk and spilling beer on your head. Yeah. It's hard to clean out of the carpet. <laughs> so let's talk about it because you just sent me as well the um, the track title track for Better Days. Mm-hmm. And that okay. is obviously the title for this record. So tell me a little bit about that and, and the re- I guess maybe the rest of the story behind this record because obviously you started out with some pretty heavy material yeah well this that one's not anywhere near beautiful souls <laughs> yeah on it's the all opposite spectrum <laughs> that, that's what i do like about his writing on this album is it's you got the heavy songs mixed in and you got the lighter songs and a lot of the lighter song ones like when i was learning how to play them so much fun to play. i think all of them are super fun to play Thanks. versus playing the older stuff and it's mainly because we played them so much right just, yeah true well and the topic about the like lighter stuff is that's what i enjoyed about i mean this album i couldn't i could speak for hours about how much this album has been a struggle a struggle really (laughs) like i mean on top of you know mental things going on with the band changes with me taking the the reins on recording myself 
mixing myself, mastering myself, doing everything myself. Because that's kind of a new skill set you had to learn, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean I've always done demos for the band and stuff, yeah. but, you know... If the vocals were too loud, uh, it's just a demo. That's what right. my always my thing was. But yeah, I, taking that on was a challenge beyond. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I there were so many times that I had to call Vin or Joel and just be like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I there was months. There would be two months gone by, and they'd be like, Hey, you know, how's the album going? I'm like, Nothing's happened. Had to walk away from it. Yeah, because I mean, it was it started off great. I cleared everything in like a week mm-hmm. I, guitars everything edited done but then it came to the vocals where i was writing them and something had happened at first with my interface or something and it yeah. crapped out and i had to get a new one and then that one didn't work and i knew it was a whole process for like a couple months better get your new motherboard at one point. oh yeah oh, my lord yeah because yeah. we are we got hit by lightning or something near our house and so my computer just but everything was backed Fried. up, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Backed up for sure. I about had a heart attack for you. <laughs> but then when I recorded vocals, I I still to this day don't know what happened. I don't know if it's the room I recorded it in. I don't know if it was the mixture of the mic and the interface. I don't know. But just there, the frequencies were bad. I would EQ it so much to where it would sound like I was singing through a towel. Oh. That's the only way I could get those frequencies out. I did not understand what was happening. And it was it was a mental struggle to I'm not sure. give up. I mean, there's I was like, I'm just about to just like call it because I mean, I can't do any. I couldn't do anything with what I had mm-hmm. or what I did. And that was like a six month period of just that, of just not being able to know what to do. And then I'd be like, you know what? I, I know I'll do this. And then I do it. And then another nap. So it was rough. And then the like holy grail of ideas uh andrew wade a producer who's produced like a day to remember okay. a bunch of them he was on instagram and i had just on a whim hit him up at like 2 a.m it's like hey is there any way you do like skype lessons or something where i'm having this issue and he immediately hit me back and was like yeah i'll do skype lessons and nice you know see what you can see what we can figure out and so we set it up super nervous he's one of my favorite producers and engineers of all time so I was super nervous and i ended up doing the skype lesson with him and two plugins later fixed albums out in a month wow yep, yep. it was that like easy a whole just, brand new album too. and it was a one hour skype lesson and he literally just like fixed it and was like these are the two plugins you need he sent me like presets of how he fixed like one part that was really really bad and boom done that was it that's all i needed this whole time it's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 from right here in Clarksville. That is Up From Ashes. The tune, Rise Up. Find it on their album, Monster Inside. And you can find the band on stage. God, those are such word, good, 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 good words to say. Good words to say. Good words to hear. I'm so excited about it. I can barely get them out of my mouth. They're going to be on stage June 27th. That is next Saturday uh, at The Warehouse. Check out details. The Warehouse Rocks is the Facebook page for that. Not only will Up From Ashes be doing that show, they're also going to be joining Kiss Kiss Bang and Mr. Gray for a show at the end of August. In the meantime, what's going on with Kiss Kiss Bang? Working on new material already and uh, some member changes apparently going on. Just heard from the guys the other day and we are working on scheduling some time for them to come down and let us know what's going on. In the meantime, let's do a throwback track from Kiss Kiss Bang. This Life, it's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Mr. Gray with Apparatchik. Again, you can check Mr. Gray, Kiss Kiss Bang, Up From Ashes, doing a show at The Warehouse. That is on August 29th. Check out Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks for details. I am Samantha Knight, about ready to wrap up this edition of Rock Around the Region, being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. They provide education and experience for anyone wanting to start or grow a career in the trucking industry. Get started online at armoredtruckingacademy.com. Still to come, a very exciting cover tune and my boy Nolan Neal. We have not heard from Nolan in a long time, and I'm going to catch you up on what he's been doing when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Them fixes the duo from Nashville paying tribute to Filter. And hey, man, nice shot. Loving that one. I think in a week or so, I'm going to bring you guys like an all covers version of Rock Around the Region. I actually do have enough material for that. It's always a fun thing to do. So that might be, I don't know, that might be next week on the program. We shall see. I am Samantha Knight. As always, thank you for tuning in and checking out the program. Glad to have you here and have you uh, spending a Sunday night with me. If you got questions, comments, concerns, you know of a band that needs to be a part of this show, you want to schedule interview time with me, please do it. Find me on Facebook or you can drop me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. It's been a long time since I have heard from my friend Nolan Neal. He had gotten himself out of Nashville and gone to L.A. to try to make a better go of things. If you are a frequent frequent watcher of The Voice, you know that he's been on that program twice and made it through to the live rounds twice, but then that was it. So Nolan did what I think Nolan should have done a long time ago, and that is, why not try out for America's Got Talent, which is exactly what he's done. AGT has always been one of my summer guilty pleasure shows, and I haven't had live television in a really long time, so I always forget, at least the last two years, I kind of forget that the show is on, and so I have to catch up with it online. Well, the other night, Nolan made his appearance on AGT. So here's what we're going to do, because this is a, a new song from Nolan. And uh, this is the only way I've got a version of this song right now until I can get him to stand still and send it to me. But the way I want to wrap things up tonight, because I am so proud of Nolan for everything that he has overcome in his life and for never, ever, ever, ever giving up, whether it was The Voice or Now America's Got Talent and life in general. So I leave you tonight courtesy of NBC and America's Got Talent, Nolan Neal. Rock around the region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. The reason I took this amazing opportunity to come here is so I could share a little bit of my story and what I went through. When I was 26, everything was happening the way I thought it was going to happen, but my dad called me and told me he was going to take his life. And so I hung up the phone on him. I was like, you can't call your son and say that. I can help you. And uh, he's like, oh, son, you're never going to make it. And the next day I woke up to the news that he had done it. What? So oh. My dad, he was a good guy, but he was just unwell. I felt like my dad loved me, but when it happened, I really felt like I didn't matter that much. I was like, oh, I wasn't important enough for him to stick around. I blamed myself, for sure. There was lots of memories that were good. I got to jam with him. There was good times. My dad played drums, so I was always with them at shows. I would get to, like, sound check my dad's drums, so it was cool. I wanted to be like him. So I went to Nashville, played on the street on Broadway, and ended up getting a record deal in Los Angeles. I was like, this is it. And I partied really hard. Pretty soon, I started to become unmanageable because I thought I was a rock star. I got to New York to record my record, and we were there, and I just remember I couldn't sing because I was just so messed up. The label decided to drop me, and I went back to Nashville, and I just kept downward spiraling. That's when it got so bad that people had to step in. But I really do believe in fate, and it means the world to me to have this chance. Simon, he knows real talent when he sees it, so if I am just kind of a washed-up singer, I know he'll tell me. I'm glad to be here today, sober, very clear and focused. The voice is healthy. I'm healthy. Life has been a struggle. You're a fighter, and you seem to be winning the battle. Just by showing up, just by being here, what are you going to be singing for us tonight? Tonight it's a song called Lost that I wrote um, right out of treatment. It's the first song I wrote sober. The hook of the song is Lost for the Last Time. Um, it's about somebody who thinks that they don't deserve anything because of the things they've done. Sunshine, where'd you go today? Sometimes. 
Judge to judge this. I think he was quite clear to pretty much everyone sitting in the room today. He heard and saw something pretty spectacular. I think that song's going to really resonate with a lot of people. And for whatever reason, maybe, maybe now is your time. 